drinks? No. I guess this is it. This is it. We are live. We are. Grizzly. Welcome back to the Grizzly Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McLeod, and we are very excited um, for this podcast episode and for all of you to be able to hear it because you are going to love it. Before I go on, allow me to introduce the other hosts in this episode. To my left-ish, we have William Baker. Good afternoon, Andrew. Thank you for having me on my show. Yes, it is very nice to have you hosting the show with me. Uh, and thank you for hosting with me. Yeah. And just hosting as a host. We are co-equal hosts, as you all know. Always. But we have a third host today for you, and this host is very special. And you may or may not know him, which is kind of why I'm excited about this episode. Mm. because I know, I was thinking that too. A lot of our listeners know most of our uh, guest hosts, or, you know... The the host. Did you say guest? No, I didn't. I, Other the, hosts. It was. Visiting there was a hyphen between them, so interim, it, was, it was one word. In, inter, in, interim. Yeah. Interim. Yeah, that can work. Host to the host. Yes. So most most of our listeners know our previous hosts, um, and most of you probably know this new host, but you probably don't know him as well as you ought to. So with without further ado, host James Upshaw. How are you doing today? Hello. I am doing tired. (laughs) (laughs) That was such a good intro. (laughs) Thanks for being on the podcast. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. It's such a joy and an honor and a blessing. Yes. (laughs) There we go. Yeah. And your life will be forever changed from this podcast feature. That's what I expect. Um, This book tour so far has been a bit of a letdown. Um, Hasn't really gotten me much traction. James, just tell, tell us more about the book tour. Like, tell us about the book and the tour. Well, <laughs> well, I, I, I was supposed to do Rogan, you know, and um, that didn't work out because um, I'm not cool enough for that. Oh. And, um, well, what were the credentials to get in? To Rogan. Basically, you also, have to... Also, were we second? What? Were we second to, to Joe Rogan? Um, you're close. Okay. Cl- close. But, uh, yeah, you're, you're getting there. You're almost there. Hmm. So where are and then we? I was supposed to do Fallon too, uh. but Fallon's still in his house, and he said I couldn't come over to his house. <laughs> and I don't have internet, so I couldn't do a Zoom call. <laughs> but he contacted Fallon. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, well, that makes sense why you're here now. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to talk about real things now? Oh, yeah. Sorry. James doesn't actually have a book tour, um, I don't think. But he has, yet you have written a book, haven't you? Or you? you well, I had to write a final product. So I was a creative writing minor mm-hmm, um, really? in in college, which I just graduated from. So I had to write a final project that was a hundred pages long. It was just like a fiction. So I did like a science fiction thing. It was kind of it was kind of horrible. Could you give us the? <laughs> yeah, like tell. Can you tell us stuff that you like? Oh, about? it's a real pipe dream. Um, yeah. Basically, it's about people in these. <laughs> That was so dramatic. Wait, you took your jacket off. Um, it's getting hot in here. Yep. So it's it's about basically these uh, scientists that work for NASA in the year 2084, and they discover life on another world. 2084. Yes. And so then they contract this guy um, to build them a spaceship that can warp space so they can travel to this um, location where they have discovered mm. that there is life. 
And then it turns out that the guy that designed the spaceship is actually the Antichrist. And Dang. so he takes them to hell, which is a planet. And then he recruits all of the Watchmen angels from the Book of Enoch. And they go back to Earth and the apocalypse commences. Yeah. Did you literally write the apocalypse? I did not because it was supposed to be a sequel. Uh-huh. So I got it like up to that point. And there are a lot more details, but That's I'm really not very dangerous. happy with it or how it turned out. I really, I really want to read that. No, yeah, I, I pretty much just like had to finish it so I could graduate. Yeah, but it was a it was a kind of a neat concept, but you know, you know how writing is uh, like even with songs and stuff. Like sometimes things don't flush out the way you want. Yeah. But then I was at a point where like I wanted to go back and change so many things. But when you're writing like a whole 100 page thing, and I know that's like nothing compared to most authors, but like it takes a long time to go back and like if you want to change something in the first 30 yeah, pages, right. then everything after that is kind of affected. So like mm. it just takes time and I didn't have time. So I was just like, I got to just truck through and finish it. So I like wrote the last page like the day before I had to submit it. Dang. And then I went through and did like pretty quick revisions mm. yeah that's awesome that's exactly how i would have done it yeah if i had finished it yeah well i mean it felt good to finish obviously yeah, for sure at least walk across that stage get that meaningless piece of paper tell us more how you feel about this piece of paper yeah tell us more how you feel about college well i finished college and you know that's an achievement i've been told uh-huh. so <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> but so I'm still say. looking for a, a, a job. Hopefully I'll find one. It's tough times, though, you know, pandemic mm. and everything. Mm. So, yeah. I think college is a scam. So you said that earlier. Do you actually think that? Well, it's just something I say a lot to sound extreme, actually. Yeah, no, I figure. <laughs> but, like, what do you actually feel about it? Um, I, feel like, I, feel, I feel like parts of it are kind of corrupt and unfair. Um not really for me particularly. I feel like I got really lucky. Um, you know, like I, I didn't have to go into debt for college. I was very fortunate. Mm. So personally, I would not complain. Um, but I think for other people, like I've seen so many people go into so much debt from college, like mm. hundreds of thousands, some mm-hmm. people that I know of debt um, from college. It's like it just shouldn't be that way. Like you shouldn't have to do that to like pursue whatever career it is that you want to pursue. Like I like I'm not saying college should be free. I'm not like a feel the burn type dude, but like I just feel like some colleges charge just a little too much, maybe. A lot too much. But I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm not an expert. This is just pure feelings. And I once heard from a very wise um Jewish man that facts don't care about your feelings. So, yes. But we won't talk about that because Josh said that, that's we're not, not our politicians. forte. Freaking jerk. Yeah. Right Josh there. walking up being like, yo, stop talking about politics. We'll just talk about Jewish men who tell us things. Yeah. I love the Jews. <laughs> I think when we talk about politics, it's cool in the sense that you're getting our raw, like unfiltered opinions on mm-hmm. things. It's not so cool in the fact that our raw, unfiltered opinions are not very well thought out or fleshed out. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> um, or well-worded. So. Yeah. But. But anyways. Yeah. Andrew, what do so you think? So basically you're just like any other pundit. Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's a pundit? Like a political pundit. Like somebody like uh, Ben Shapiro who just like spouts their pol- political opinions. Hmm. 
on the internet or on the news for money yes particularly Mm. like you know all the conservative pundits are like you know sean hannity glenn beck ben shapiro louder with crowder louder with crowder i'm sure all those guys are great so yeah (laughs) you're not supposed to say that will (laughs) we're not talking about politics no qualifying will What, what do you think about college like what what's your opinion on what james just said I think James, I think James nailed it with what he said. College is a barrier to a lot of people to pursuing what they want to pursue in Mm. life, not just in their profession, but in life in general. It's that four-year, like dark age period where, like, you can't really have a sustainable job, or if you do, like, you're gonna have a really bad time. Like, Mm. I knew someone who during all four years of college worked 40 hours Dang. and she said she literally took naps that was how much sleep she got was a nap a day like I three guess. hours of sleep a day and that was usually in the morning so she would do class in, from like eight to five or eight to six do homework go to work at a gym overnight go home at like 5 a.m sleep until eight and it was oh like goodness. So, and that was because she had to make money. She had to be able to, because she wasn't living with her parents. Mm. And um, so, yeah, it's it's kind of this big, dark ages period in in my experience for a lot of people mm. where, like, I have these goals that I want to go achieve, but I've got to do this thing first. Mm. Yeah. And the, the question then becomes, how actually, how helpful is college for your career? And I would argue that barring like very high educated professions like law and um i mean heck josh is a computer tech or like a Mm -hmm. computer developer he didn't even go to college he's learning how to do the things he needs to learn as he does them while he's getting paid to do them that's the system i think we should have so i went to business school and a lot of business concepts are like literally just common sense and so a lot of the things I was taught in college are just common sense. Mm. And so when I'm in the business world, it's like, oh, yeah, that is common sense. And honestly, I've learned more in my four months of working for a small business part time than I did going to college full time for four years. Mm. I think the benefits of college are that they teach you how to learn. They teach you how to accomplish a big goal so they basically prove to whoever hires you this person has started and finished something that Mm. is big Mm. other than that i think it's a waste of time Mm. that is my honest opinion on college mostly pertaining to the business school i don't want to say that about law school or medical school or anything like that yeah yeah, yeah. that makes sense but everyone says you got to get a four-year degree to go into business and i would say what about if you just knew a guy who owns a business and worked for him? Dude, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> wish I did. And honestly, I could have got I feel like I could have gotten this job with Rockside without college and I would still be at the same place I am now. Huh. So, hmm. I could be wrong. I mean, it's just your experience. I would also have a lot more money right now. <laughs> and a lot so less debt. Kids. Don't go to college. Just listen to Uncle Andrew. <laughs> Find a man in your neighborhood. 
Who owns a business? Get to know him really well. I think you're actually really right. And now you've made me regret the degree that I just got. <laughs> I'm not... Yeah, no, I'm not saying everyone is fortunate to know someone who owns a business. But in most cases, if you're dedicated enough to find a good job, you can. Yeah. Plus, you can learn on everything on the internet now, essentially. So yes. you, I think you're exactly right. Like, unless you need to, like, be a doctor, like a medical doctor, or, like, a lawyer or something of that nature where you need to go to, like graduate school and things like that then you know it's not completely necessary like in the in the in the urgent sense that it's like communicated to us i feel like when we're in high school because people are like you gotta do super well so you can get into a good college and it's like i mean you should do super well but like not just so you can get into a good college like Mm -hmm. maybe it's like so you can learn yeah I guess. So, Will, what are your thoughts on college? Yeah, no, I was trying to gather them. Um, well, yeah, I mean, like you said, I think everyone's experience in college is really different. Mm-hmm. Like, I know my experience has been really different than yours, just because of what, like, I've been doing political science, so, in the humanities college versus being in the business school. And so, yeah, I mean, I've been fortunate enough to be able to just enjoy college a lot like the opportunities it opens up with new people that I would never met like just different really really smart people who believe very differently than me and I have to deal with that a lot Mm -hmm. and like legitimately and like read about it and think about it and write about it and still come away with like my own beliefs you know so I I think like the rigor I think that's a word I was thinking about the rigor of school has been super helpful because yeah I could I could learn everything I've learned on the internet but it's I would never, I would not be able to teach myself what I know, what I've learned um, without the test and accountability and classroom discussions. And even just having a teacher teach me so much about whether it's philosophy or European politics or existentialism or, you know, international politics, whatever it is, it's just been, it really has opened my eyes to how many smart people there are who knows so many things about so many topics and like I get the opportunity to learn a lot about those topics if I work hard and like I can really come away with a lot of knowledge and so all that stuff is like the fun part of college so I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that's like a reason to like if you can go I think it's worth it and great that's a better reason to go than just like hey you have to do this to get a job right like my degree political science is not going to turn into a job unless, like, I'm going to have to work hard after school by either going to law school, which is a plan, or working really hard connections-wise and finding something else, um, whether that's, you know, even going into politics or something. Every, everything, like, there's no... College is... Yeah, like you guys are saying, college is not really anything about getting you a specific job. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really there. I mean, I think there's some stuff senior year where they make you try to build more connections and fill out your LinkedIn and stuff but it's all really yeah. like just a hardcore opening your eyes to kind of how big the world is Yeah, I think that's that's what's been so helpful for me it's like it's just God's used it a lot in my sanctification of like humbling me and helping me to realize how just every person is something I can never understand like every single person really. and that's something else that was 
better to me today. It's also helpful to be an extrovert in college. It like, is, yeah. Like, and I and I don't mean, I That's don't mean true. to to say that in a negative context, but it's like, college, all of my classes, they were forcing me to work in groups and teams, right? That's what every class because in business it's very team oriented now. So every class had a big team project, hmm. and. I tend to learn best on my own when I have time to, in my own way, figure out the solution to the problem and, like, you know, form my own system for how to overcome the obstacle that's ahead of me. But then they throw you in a team project and they're like, all right, now you got to figure out how to do this as four people. Yeah. And it's bigger. And so not only is communication an issue, and I don't, I don't want to say I was bad at it. I was always the team leader, so I was the one doing most of the communicating. Um, but it's like, well, now I'm learning a quarter of how to do this thing that I need to know how to do. <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. you, oh, you have to do a marketing research project? There's four of you. Actually, I had one class, there was eight of us. So I learned an eighth of how to do a marketing research project. Yeah. Because we all worked separately. Like... That we never did anything together. I think we met as a full group once over an entire semester. So, like, they did their part, I did my part. And I don't know. But but it's the same with the business world. So I guess college is getting you ready for that. But, yeah, college and business are both very well suited for extroverts and not as much for introverts. Mm-hmm. Because I would come home from college tired. Mm-hmm. Like, you you. You you saw that whenever we'd get to Bible study, I'd already be done. Yeah. So. I didn't think about that. <clears throat> like yeah. the, the amount of energy it takes me to meet one new person a day is a lot, but to meet like four or five new people a day. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, there. Knowing yourself, I mean, college has been huge in helping me to know myself. But knowing yourself should affect your choice of whether or not to go to college. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, we, we all have good friends who know themselves, chose not to go to college, and have really mm-hmm. benefited from that. For yeah. sure. It's definitely not for every kind of person. I yeah. agree. The best thing that happened to me in college, and really my biggest takeaway, didn't happen until my last semester. Which oh, really? Was this, yeah. So I took, and I've talked a little bit to Andrew about this, but I took a, a intro to philosophy just Sweet. as one of my, like, because uh, I just needed more hours and I just didn't really know what it was going to be about at all and then like I just got into the class and had a really great professor just a fantastic guy who knows a lot of stuff and then I discovered that I just could not stop reading the mm. stuff like the material so that was really cool so and then I've been ser- since then seriously considering like maybe going to graduate school for philosophy in, yeah. like another year and like teaching it in in a in a college one day. I mean, cuz that's all you can really do with that degree, but I think I would just I I already knew that I liked teaching in general. Mm. Um and like teaching that, I think I would just absolutely love it. So. Yeah, so this is this is why I thought this podcast episode would be great to have James on because Will has an uncle who yeah. has a philosophy. Is it a what do you get a master's or a PhD? Oh my goodness. He's not listening. I think he has his PhD. Yeah. 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 He, he, he's a doctor. Yeah. He, yeah. he teaches, or yeah. So he teaches in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So I, I would love to 
have y'all talk about this like what what's his experience been like yeah he's yeah nathan sasser he's the smartest guy i know probably um he's definitely like a perfect philosophy teacher i think i mean just super amazing christian inspiring man um and then a crazy thinker and so i think i think studying philosophy has been amazing for him and you know getting a phd in philosophy you study a lot of philosophy so he wrote on hume um hmm. some specific era of Hume. well i'm sure it was very specific so something's very specific on hume um, yeah, that, that was dissertations, it. don't they have to be, like, extremely, like, absurdly specific? I think so. <laughs> I mean, dude, just think how many there are. I know. That's, yeah. like, the most intimidating part about even, like, considering yeah, a PhD. Right. It's like, like, how am I going to add yeah. to what academia has? Because my dad has a, a PhD, like, from oh, really? seminary. I don't even remember specifically what it's for, but, like, he wrote a dissertation. I just can never remember the title. Like, huh. he's told me several <laughs> times, like, the title of and it's so long. It's, like, yeah. some ridiculously specific thing like considering this uh aspect of theology in light of this theologian's perspective and this theologian's counter perspective and it's like what like you wrote a whole like thousand page thing on like that specific of a point it's like that's intimidating but it's wild i mean yeah what what, uh what kind of stuff were you reading that made you think i want to teach this um well so when i went into the class i thought like when I thought of philosophy, I mostly just thought like uh, Plato. Kendrick Lamar. Oh. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick, I always loved Kendrick Lamar as a, as a kid. Obviously, we could talk about that too. But I thought it was gonna be like Plato and yeah. Aristotle, and like yeah. that was pretty much philosophy. But like I started to get into it, started to read a little bit of like uh, the mo- the more modern people like Hume. I actually really enjoyed reading Hume. I really enjoyed reading some Aquinas, and I want to read a lot more of him. Then you guys read Aquinas. We did. We read a little bit, just like on on uh, faith and reason and that type of stuff, um, just excerpts. But I really want to like, I'm, I'm hoping to like order the Summa Theologian, just read, just whatever yeah. I find interesting in it, because okay. um, I, I I thought it was really interesting the way that he uh, like talks about efficient causes and uh, the infinite like an infinite chain of efficient causes and. Hmm. how there must be a god because like there can't be an infinite chain of efficient causes. anyways i find it very interesting and um so did he literally start like the causal argument for the existence of god is that what that is um i don't know if he like started i mean i'm not like i just know that he like mentions um in his in summa theologia like he's talking about arguments for the existence of god like he refers to like I believe he's referring to Aristotle because Aristotle has all of these like different types of causes, mm-hmm. um, and efficient causes one of those. And basically, he's saying like Aristotle made the claim that um, theoretically you could have everything has to have a cause, right? And so you could theoretically have an infinite chain going backwards in time of just things causing one another. Mm-hmm. So like the universe would in that particular viewpoint i guess exist forever and aquinas is basically like that can't happen unless there's a god who is uncaused unless there's something uncaused that can cause all of that so i just thought that was kind of i don't know i'm not doing a great job explaining it but like the way that aquinas explains it is just so so well worded and and great so i just think it's really interesting and then peop- more modern people like Hume and then Nietzsche as well. Oh, you're a Nietzsche? Are just, oh. Yeah, I've been reading Thus Big Zarathustra. It's very interesting. Obviously, like, 
Nietzsche's one of those people, like, he raises some great problems. I know, right? Just like, like, this dude, like, he's, he's observing problems that I see going on today, like, as yeah. well. But his solutions are, are always kind of bleak. But, but yeah. dude, his critique, I took an existentialism class two semesters ago. I don't know, school feels so long ago. But, um, we, yeah, we read, we read excerpts of this book, Zarathustra. Um, some different stuff he wrote, but yeah, all his critiques of the church and Christianity, I mean, some of it's hard to hear, but so much of it's just, like, accurate. So he's pretty much, uh, you correct me if I'm wrong, but he's pretty much in Germany, right, just, like, living, living life as a really smart academic guy, super smart, um, kind of an introvert, and just, like, observing, like, life around him, and a ton of, so... The reason that he we talked about him in existentialism was because the anything that claims to have a hold on you beyond yourself is false, and the church is playing a role in that. It's deceiving you, deceiving you, or like the the people, and you need to connect with yourself, the, your own existence, and find yourself in there. And so, a lot of what he said about the church lying, about people uh, other things outside sources that have claims on you and your own existence their lies there is is that kind of a vague description of his yeah criticisms? well i mean i haven't read all of that book yet i've probably made it yeah, about for, yeah, halfway sure. through okay. so I, a lot that. of what i've what i've gotten to so far is there are critiques of christianity but i'm still most of it is just like cultural critiques in general interesting um so, but yes, he, I mean, he does talk, like, his whole concept in that book is the Ubermensch, like the Superman. Yeah, like, yeah. you want to, like, your goal should be to become, um, like, some sort of greater version of a human being. Like, the next yeah. stage in human evolution is kind of what he seems to be fixated on in mm. that book. So, his idea is, like, God is dead, like the famous thing that he says. Mm -hmm. And to him, that's not like, if you've ever listened to Jordan Peterson talk about this, you've definitely heard this before. But like, that's not a celebratory statement when he says like God right. is dead. And when you read it, you can you can kind of tell that like it's it's more of a like God is dead and we have killed him and um, it's not going to be good now because we've lost like our essentially we've lost the sense of meaning that we had um, without God. So what we have to do is we have to create our own values. Um, is essentially his argument from what i can understand and nietzsche is really dense like it's it's mm. it's hard it's, yeah, it's you can't read nietzsche quickly so yeah. it's um but but what i gather is like he's he's making an argument for why we should be creating our own values huh. um because otherwise humanity is not going to be able to survive without a, like some idea of a god yeah um which if, if if you know if you believe that God isn't real, that's totally true. Right. Like he's right. Like if you right. if you do live in an atheistic society, then you do have to create some values. They can't be just relative to everyone. Otherwise, right. you're not gonna have a society very long. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he's super interesting to read for for anyone thinking about like um, just the state of the world today. Yeah, and like <laughs> honestly, his stuff. <clears throat> on being an individual and being okay with being countercultural, ignoring the culture and having your own convictions and principles. I mean, so I think, so is it true that the Ubermensch kind of replaces some of the God? It puts out some of it in yourself That's and it glorifies yourself idea, in some I way. Think, so I yeah. think there might be where we would probably back off a little bit. Uh, right. But I think his emphasis on self, but 
I, you know, I'm really foggy on a lot of it now because I'm not actually very smart. But when I was reading it, I think a lot of it was a, that was affecting me was like, this is so cool to a point. And mm-hmm. like, to me, like, a lot of this existentialist, like, this is amazing to a point. We, I, I want everyone to read this and think about themselves and their own decisions and moralities and principles mm-hmm. of this much importance. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it also made me think, I'm really glad that that's not all there is. Because it is still, at its core, it's still relativism. And you're, you're living life in a more principled manner. I think if you live out as an existentialist wants you to, but you're still living a relativism, like a life of relativism, and it can still easily fall into a life of hedonism. Like even just looking at Nietzsche's life or uh, Sartre, Sartre's, Sartre or Sartre, his life, um, like they didn't really, like no one would call Nietzsche, I think, an ubermensch. No. Like he, he pretty much went crazy. and No, his story is absolutely tragic. It's really sad, yeah. And, <clears throat> sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But, no, but I think... You know, Sartre and uh, Sartre and um, I mean, starts with K. It's not Kilimanjaro. That's a mountain. Um, Kierkegaard. <laughs> Kierkegaard. Thank you. I don't know his story, <laughs> but Kierkegaard is more of a has some much more Christian oh, yeah, ideas no, for sure. But even him, like he, I they kind of talked about him as the first existentialist. Mm-hmm. So he was he kind of like took that idea of the individual really farther than a lot of philosophers had. Um, but yeah, he was very Christian, um, but his example was Abraham and Isaac, and he would use, he used like saying Abraham deciding Abraham deciding to kill Isaac was an example of Abraham being an existentialist because mm-hmm. he had changed morality to obey the higher morality, which was God. Mm-hmm. The, the law of word of God had overcome this normal morality, and that jump there was Abraham being like an individual with his own morals hmm. and yet still going higher to God. And so there's just a lot of really cool things about the existentialists too, uh, that like made me wish that everyone kind of made that I myself had principles in that way. Yeah. yeah. And, See, the, and that everyone, you know, so you took a class specifically on existentialism. Yeah. Is that what you're That's pretty neat. Dude, it was. I hope to do that one day. It was a blessing. Yeah. So, any thoughts, Andrew? Yeah, well, sorry, Andrew. I just realized that I'm the dumbest person in this room. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've, we've both taken one class. And that's Yeah, now we think we're geniuses. Yeah. No, you, just, like, you just sound like you're geniuses because you, you're espousing things that I've never heard before. <laughs> sorry, man. But like, no, the, no, the it's, idea, it's the great. Is that I, like I feel the, like I'm learning. And this podcast is an educational facts, family facts, podcast. Facts, facts, okay? Family podcast. You guys should be listening with your families. Yes. Dear listeners. Yes, I'd just Dear like to re-emphasize that I love the Jews. Yes, that has been emphasized <laughs> twice now. So if your but families for, are Jewish, they're even more welcome. For all of yes. our Deer and Elk listeners who may be thinking to themselves, uh, wow, I am thoroughly ignorant to so many important things. You are not alone because I am also ignorant to these And me and James things. are also pretty much as ignorant as you guys. Yeah. I, well, okay, I am. What? I shouldn't. I shouldn't put that on James. But some but of the, saying, some of the sound... names of those books that you guys were talking about, I was like, I could take a semester class on just remembering the name of that book. <laughs> <laughs> and I still wouldn't pass the Dude, final yeah, you exam. You pulled out Sumo 
Theologica or whatever. The Summa Theologia. <laughs> Thus spoke yeah. Zarathustra. Yeah, James. I don't even know what that means in Latin, I, yeah. so I mean, don't be calling me smart or anything. I just know no. that's the name of the book. No, guys, I, I really, I really enjoyed that. That was, that was excellent. Did, but do you have thoughts on like the idea of existentialism? Did I explain it enough? Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. No. Sorry, did I explain it well enough? Not that I explained it. Enough. Uh, since I don't have any original thoughts, I'll just affirm what I liked yeah. about what you said. Um, it is interesting that a lot of uh, relative mor- moral thinkers like who, who try and push relative morality mm. ended up going crazy. And, yeah. and it's just, it just gives me so much um, joy to know that I don't have to... Like it, It's good to learn what they thought because I'm sure that would help me. But I don't really have to if I don't want to. Because... What they're basically saying is, like, for everyone to have a good relative morality, they would have to think as deeply as I have just done. And, and if that was the case, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't work. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, as you guys pointed out, they both had, or they had tragic endings. Um, you kind of go crazy. That's, I remember... Um, several years ago josh was like getting into like you know deeper topics you know before then like the deepest thing you've ever thought about was like predestination right or, <laughs> that's no, where so, we all start and we so, all understood it perfectly then oh, we yeah. do now <laughs> oh yeah no but but it kind of starts you down this road i just remember josh was like really trying to learn a lot of big concepts and i was too but not as much on a grand scale but i did know that many of the deep thinkers i had learned about went insane Hmm. i was just like josh and i don't know why i felt compelled to tell this to him but i was like dude just so you know most people who go down that road wind up going insane getting depressed and committing suicide or something like (laughs) that and i i don't know why i was compelled to say that but it it is true like Hmm. when you go so far away from god in your thinking Hmm. like you lose hope in everything and that's that's why a lot of and i'm not trying to say people are generally dumb but that's why a lot of people can live happy lives without god is that they don't think too far into um how how messed up everything is without him and even with god in the picture there's still a big mess to yeah figure out um i I might even argue almost as big of a mess, but you have that foundation to yeah. go on. Yeah. I think it's important when you go through, like, I don't think you should operate your life out of fear um, solely. I think you should have a healthy fear, like you're saying. Like, it, it's it's possible when you go down these, these roads of philosophical inquiry too far, it's possible to get wrapped up in some ideas that could, could drive you crazy. Um, but you shouldn't be you shouldn't be afraid, but you should be um, aware that that it's it's heavy stuff, and you should keep and you should keep um, I think the Bible at the center because yeah. um, I've been going through like a, a period, and we've talked about just like questioning and trying to wrestle with faith, and like do I believe this? What about this? Do I believe? What don't I believe? But I never want to get to a place where like. I'm not reading the Bible and I'm reading a bunch of other stuff mm-hmm. um, because like the whole thing for me is like trying to figure out why is the Bible true 
Um, do I believe that the Bible is true um, and, and why? And so uh, these other sources are great in addition to reading the Bible um, because they can help you think through things um, in, in different ways. But it, it's important to keep centered for sure on, on a worldview that has um, meaning and purpose because you don't want to go down the road. Uh, Nietzsche went down because I think where I would depart from like what we were talking about with the you know the uber mention all that stuff it's where I would depart from him is I don't think human beings have the capacity to do that and I think you would both agree with me on that um, I don't we don't have the capacity to like reach whatever the next stage of human evolution is and to be some super moral creatures we just don't um, and Nietzsche certainly demonstrated that and yeah. ended up in in an asylum and just real sad so what ended up happening to him uh, his mustache got too long <laughs> and bushy <laughs> suffocated him to death <laughs> what i don't know he just went crazy and died really young i don't know did he get sick or something do you know yeah, he was like <clears throat> like writing a bunch and then he got too sick to live on his own and went to live with his sister yeah and then he literally was like in the street one day and like had a yeah like a crazy public out of insanity i don't really know what it was but, i don't know specifically how he died but i think yeah, i think he just got some yeah but nobody liked him he had terrible luck with women they all rejected him and then he ended up in an asylum mm. yeah. it is very sad all right so the lesson here is get married before you start diving into these yeah topics. yeah they're, they're get married first them. yes yeah. otherwise no girl will love you correct <laughs> if you're not married no girl will love you is that what you just said? <laughs> no. If you decide to think too deeply before oh, you oh, get no married, girl yeah, no girl facts, will love facts. you. They All they want you to care about is just, you know, just things like money. So Yeah, exactly. Focus Dude, on money shout first. Shout out to girls and their, like, really simple outlooks on life. And we, we already <laughs> determined this on the last podcast. We already determined this on the last podcast when Theo was, uh, you know, yeah. he was in it for the money. Oh, that's and right. Also, speaking of the last podcast, here comes the segue. Are you guys ready? Speaking of the last podcast, in the last podcast, we said that James and I had a musical project, mm. and then Will oh, gave I forgot you, about that. Will gave you a name of it, and then I said we should have James on the podcast and talk about it. At least I think that's what I said. But I, I could yeah, be wrong. it was so long something ago. like yeah. that. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm down with that. Yeah. yeah, so we're here now. I th I feel like that was a good. You know that was great. That was a good talk on philosophy. Do you guys have a working band name yet? Yes. What What is it? We are going to reveal it on this podcast. Oh no! <laughs> and if all of our dear Elk <laughs> listeners hate it, then, then too we'll bad. change it. <laughs> <laughs> is it James Drew? No. Oh dang yeah, it! That would have been so. You should good. guess. We'll just sit here until you guess correctly. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, James James Drew, and then uh, and. And James, I think before we tell guesses. you, should we tell them what it means before we say what it is or after? We I say think what we should is? explain how insanely difficult it was to come up with a band name and please just just have mercy. Yes, have us. mercy on us. I have some grace. Sorry guys, I mean I'm already judging you super hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are and it's really Should you tell me the name and then ask me what I think it means and then tell me what it means? No, cuz uh, well first, first I got to tell you how <laughs> difficult it was. Okay, to oh yeah, yeah. So, dear and elk listeners and Will, James and I are in a pop rap duo band 
musical endeavor kind wow, of thing. It's so short. Yeah. It's that cool. <laughs> yeah. It's very cool. And we have made some music and it is really cool. And so cool. It I, is so cool. I am so excited for it. But as you all know, I went to business school and I, w- I want to take a second here, and I know we've talked about it. I think it was like episode two of the podcast. We talked about this. One of, one of my favorite things in school was branding mm. and thinking about brand strategy and how businesses manage their brands because a brand is so important. So um, with this new band, I've, I've just had it in my head that we need a really good brand because you can have – decent music and a great brand and you'll succeed you can have the best music in the world and a terrible brand and you won't succeed isn't that sad boys and girls it is sad and so this this whole idea of branding is kind of important to me and i kind of went to school to do music marketing so if this adds any weight to why i've been so like I don't know, crazy about this, James. <laughs> I don't know. This this might this might help you understand. Um, I I went to school for marketing so that I could market music, and you know things could change, obviously. But and and I'm fine with that. But like at the get go, I was going into class like, what does this class have to say about me marketing my music to people? Mm. Mm. Um, and that was the perspective I carried throughout most of my college degree. And honestly, it helped me remember a lot of things because I applied them to things I actually cared about. Um, Anyways, so a brand is very important. And the name of your company or of your business and music, like an artist is a business. They take it seriously. So the name is very important because people have to be able to remember it. It has to be original. It has to represent you. And it has to have a positive spin on... You know, like it has to positively represent you. And I had a great idea and just shot it down. Yeah. What was your great idea? Strep throat. Strep throat. Oh, that's sick. Isn't it? Dude, Literally so sick. Many. Oh, even better. But see, you, you're misremembering that because you said that and I said, I let's do it. And you said, no, that would only work for metal band. You never said, let's do it for strep <laughs> Yes, I did. I, I prefaced that one. I was like, no, I remember exactly how that conversation went. Here's how it actually went. I'll okay. stop misrepresenting it. Okay. It was, dang, I wish we were in a metal band because this process would be so much easier. We could just think of the most disgusting thing that we can bring to mind and then we just call our band that. And I was like, exhibit A, strep throat. That would be and a I, sick I name for a metal band. I Literally it. sick. Literally sick. And It'd be great. And it's not taken. No, really? no band is named strep throat. Yeah, just like, strep throat! <laughs> Exactly like that. It's so I was fantastic. I actually kind of liked that name, but does it represent us super well? No. No, not at all. <laughs> so, but it's awesome. So the name we had before, which... I have w- had strep throat, though. Oh, Andrew, have you had strep throat? Yes, I oh, have. So it kind of works. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. It sucked. So on our last podcast, Will said Night Raiders, and that was a name that we chewed on for a while. And I'll tell you, the genius <laughs> method... <laughs> that was James I, Chewing, by the way. I used. I just was thinking of cool words. I put them together, and it was Night Raiders, and it wasn't taken. But I, I uh, told a few of my friends, and they were like, "Dude, that's stupid." And I was mm. like, "But it's awesome." And they're like, "No, it sounds too tryhard." And I was like, "No, it doesn't." <laughs> and the, so, uh, in the end, they they won, and they I, should win. 
Yeah. And then James, the more we went through it, James and I didn't like it. So then we picked another name. We literally locked ourselves in this building for like four hours. It was a while. It was a long time. I remember that I foolishly said we will not leave here until we come up with a name. <laughs> and at the very end of the night, we came up with a name that and we were pretty happy about. Mouth Off. Mouth Off. Oh, really? Yeah, that yeah. was the name. Mouth Off. But then, over time, I grew to dislike it. Andrea hated it. It, it wasn't necessarily <laughs> that I didn't like it at first. I liked it at first, but I told Josh that night, because he, he helped us a little bit. Yeah. Then he went to bed. I walked in. He was like, what is it? And I said, mouth off. And he was like, meh. Meh. Yeah. I was just like, but it's not taken, and it's cool. And he was like, it j- it just it, keep trying. It's and not so, it. Uh, so that night I was awake very late and I was just pondering all the okay. things we had thought about. And James had brought something up to me earlier that's like, we're not out here trying to be what other people want us to be. We're not here trying to be what the Christians want us to be. We're not trying to say what the Christians want us to say. Indeed. Um, and we're not trying to say what liberals want us to say. And honestly, we're not trying Those to say what conservatives want to say. We're trying the rules conservatives, the three political parties. Yes. That's and right. Not, you're not a part of any of them. We're not. We're right. not. Not as a band affiliated okay. with any of them. Yes. I'm a libertarian. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. So <laughs> I said no new heroes, no and new then heroes. I think that was what you told me was yeah. sort of the, the no vibe new heroes. It says what we want to say, but it doesn't roll off the tongue. It doesn't like stick in my mind. If because it sounds a lot like a lot of other band names. Yeah, it does. Like there's Random Hero. They're a Christian rock band name. Never heard of them. Yeah. They must suck. Yeah, they probably suck. They probably have strep throat. They came. They might listen to this, <laughs> so I don't know. I'm Sorry, just guys. kidding. I've never heard them. We love you guys. There's, I don't know. So I, I was rolling with that idea one night, and I thought of, um, I was actually talking to Theo one time, and he said, Man, I miss Taylor Swift's, like, golden days back before, like, 1989 when, like, she was just the poster girl, you know? Like, she was the poster girl of of uh, of music and, like, she didn't cuss, she didn't do anything edgy. She was just, like, the poster girl, like yeah. the Disney princess of pop music. So we made our name Poster Girls. No, <laughs> we didn't. I, I, I pondered that and I was like, we really aren't the we're not the poster boys of music and then i thought so we should name ourselves the poster boys oh my goodness is yes. that your name yeah that's so good the poster boys yeah oh frick yeah <laughs> dude yeah man oh my goodness it's brandable i'm so glad you're excited dude. yeah it's, no it's, i legitimately I'm am excited. that's so good yeah Holy I, crap. I was so excited and when i looked on spotify you can do anything with that it wasn't exactly and it's not taken and it's ours and we're gonna use it's it. not taken even in like the 40s or 50s yeah, wow. it's not taken at all. Oh my goodness. The forties or fifties. I don't know. It seems just like a cheesy, it does seem cheesy like four an old piece. Name. Yeah. Yeah. That's so you could like a vintage vibe or not at all. We were thinking vintage horror. Okay. Like how like vintage? the like you so if you've ever seen like the old we talked about this, I don't know if we'll still this, but like the vintage Friday the thirteenth posters and like Nightmare on Elm Street for street our, posters. For our album art. Yeah. Okay. For our, our, and you, you can help like us our develop vibe. these ideas because they're very young ideas. Yeah. But I was thinking, even though the meaning is derived from a different context, right? If if our artwork was literally like posters, 
Ooh, that we make to yes. look like old posters. Right. That would be kind of cool. That would be super cool. So Sorry, I'm looking up. Yeah. Original posters. That was the next spell, right? It's going to be great. Okay, it's not loading, but... That's okay. Yeah. Just know that it's going to be super great. Yeah. And like super vibey, right? And vibey yeah. good, and good. wavy and chill. And, and a lot oh, of what, all three? Oh, <laughs> Some dang. of our music is very 80s inspired. So I think. Really? Yeah, especially uh, Chronicles of an Outlaw. Well, Ooh, yeah, yeah, mine has a little bit of that vibe. Yeah. Could get the synth lead. Classic the, James. The, the one that you kind of headed up is much more trap influenced. Yeah, but it's, it's, not, for you. it's not only trap influenced, though. It's You're got, just a trap ranger. Get over it. That's all you'll ever be. <laughs> He went pop. <laughs> he sold out. It, I I almost want to say it's punk pop, even though there's not the instrumentation there, but the melody I feel like uh, it's just such a punk pop melody. Yeah. Because I wrote it to be a punk pop song for two dimensions. Sorry, which song we're we talking about? Artificial stances. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wrote it to be a punk pop song for two dimensional, and then I was like, Nah, I think I think this could be. Yeah, that's different. Mm, that is more of a shoot. I can see that. You're, I don't think of your verses as punk pop. But, no, my verse, no, no, my verse my, is just, yeah. just trap. Yeah. My stuff on the song yeah. is like punk pop. The I, hook. I, no, I, it definitely is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so Deer and Elk listeners, should we reveal when that song is going to come out and hold ourselves to it strictly? Hey, why not? Yeah, so this is the All first. All 11 people will be like, yeah, they're gonna be. They're really gonna hold us to it. Really I mean, if well, we don't release it, there's gonna be a, a mob of well, like five people. Listen to this. <laughs> Why didn't you release the song? Well, listen to this though. All those deers and elks the, the standing deers. outside of our... all the people listening to this podcast, and I know who you guys are because I know you personally. <laughs> and, if I, and if I don't know you, then nice Shout to meet to you. you, bro. Yeah, Thank yeah. you for listening. But how did you find this? Why think, are you here? I think there is a huge chance that all the people listening to this podcast are all the people that will care at mm, all about our facts. music there might be some yeah. guy in pakistan listening. maybe there's always that one guy in, in pakistan. pakistan in pakistan yeah <laughs> <laughs> but so all you guys because i know you personally and i would tell you this outside of the podcast anyways but just consider this your first announcement on january 8th 2021 january 8th Woo. our debut single artificial stance debut first, single will the poster be, boys it will january be 8th. on spotify it will be on itunes it will be everywhere napster napster oh, no, Pandora, way. no way all the things and when it comes out i'm gonna need y'all to like share it with everyone you know that Done. won't be offended by except it. your parents yeah because <laughs> <laughs> we're not poster boys <laughs> We are we not are, poster boys. We are the poster we boys. We are the poster boys. That's the thing. We are the new... We are what the poster boys should be. Yes. Wow. <laughs> We're the better and truer poster boys. You are the ubermensch of poster boys. That's right. I have actually achieved you, you should write ubermensch a song, status. You should write a song called ubermensch. I don't think so. That goes super hard. Yeah. <laughs> and just rap about like not being enough. or. Hi, everyone. I wrote a uh, German existentialist... <laughs> Trap song, and I'd love for you guys to check it out and let me know what you think. I would listen to that so many times. Also, please check out my um, page on medium.com. I have a new article out about whiteness. And my thoughts on the matter. Hey, guys. 
I think we should segue into Wazats. Oh, frick. Oh, no. I've been dreading this. December 17th, 2020. I'm Al Muller, and this is <laughs> The Briefing. Yes, but we are doing Wazats. Okay, yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah, not The Briefing. Although, we should start a briefing segment where we literally rip off his intro every time. And then... <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> every single time. Every single episode. What will we brief? Yeah. Debrief? Politics. We're really good at that. Yes. So, <laughs> That's what before we do Wazats, <laughs> I want to give a special announcement that I almost alluded to earlier at the beginning of the podcast, but Ooh. then kind of forgot what I was talking about oh, because I had to introduce James, our very special Hello. host. But... The special announcement is, and I'm pretty sure Will doesn't even know this. So, oh my goodness. Are you yeah. getting married? No, I'm not getting married. <laughs> to a woman? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, say it, say it. Yeah, so Grizzly, the, the Grizzly podcast has seasons. I don't know if you've noticed that, but all every episode up until this point has been in season one. Uh-huh. Grizzly is going to operate on a yearly basis, so starting in January of next year, will be season two of the Grizzly Podcast. Oh. Yeah. I'm sure you guys are all super excited. But this is actually no. the grand finale of season one, and you didn't even know it wow, I no until idea. halfway through this episode. <laughs> what a way to close out the season. Yeah, yeah dude, just for real. Like, big old finale. Yeah, so we hope you guys have enjoyed season one up until this point, but that's not, that's not even everything. I wanted to give you guys a special a special token of my appreciation for you listening to the podcast. So, we are going to be dropping the entire Season 1 Wazots album on Spotify under the artist name Grizzly for all of you to enjoy yes. whenever you want. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Means we're now you just turned the pressure like way up oh, for, yeah. for this episode's wasots. Maybe, maybe I should have told everyone after we maybe. did this wasots. That's okay though. I don't how, know. How, how are we gonna make There's this? There's no going back now. I'm just going. You're just to, gonna cut it. Yeah, I'm just okay. gonna cut it oh, out of yes. each episode. Oh, maybe master them a little bit better. Dude, and I'm so hyped for that. Yes. My Spotify wrap next year is just gonna be Grizzly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> season one of Grizzly wasots. Yeah, wasots. so w- we hope to have that to you. I hope to have that up by the end of the year, actually. Sweet. And it's not, I'm not going to really post about it. It's literally only for our listeners, awesome. our dear Nock listeners. Our friends mm. and that guy in Pakistan. Yeah, exactly. Pakistan. So, that is just to show my appreciation for you listening, and also that you're my friend, and you probably have asked me to release them, and I've always said I will. And, and, the, so. and you've probably said, I want to hear the Isaac one on its own again. Yes. And we said, we do too. Yeah. <laughs> so now we can all hear the Isaac one. And your name rhymes with Leo, and you live in Wisconsin. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine. That yep. guy sounds really cool. He is pretty cool. All right, so this is the final Wazats of the season are you guys ready should we explain what we're gonna do yeah uh basically so i'll start out and i'll beatbox all right and we're gonna have you go first yeah because you're you you don't know what you're doing yet so you have to go first Uh and we're gonna we're gonna do a freestyle rap for this segment Yes. So, so that's exciting. Oh, new territory. Yeah. Yes. yes, new territory. Um, basically, this this is basically gonna be like a cipher. Now, here's how a cipher works. Um, 
what we're gonna do is I'll be beatboxing and then you'll be rapping and I'll I'll do this while you're still like to keep going okay. and then when I do this that means you pass it on to Will. Okay. Okay. So, are you ready? Or when do we start this thing? I don't know. And then and then it'll be the same and then. Basically, what will have to happen so <laughs> is after you're done rapping, you'll have to start beatboxing too so that Will can pass it on to me. Yes. Right, right. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, my All right, James, you ready? Yep. I, I guess I'm ready. So. Yeah. Yeah. Now let me tell y'all something. I'm from the ocean. Ooh. My name is... <laughs> I'm an octopus, y'all, and I got eight legs, and I eat shellfish sometimes. My name is Octavius, and I like to be spontaneous. I am an octopus, and I really, really don't know what the hell I'm doing. This is awesome, yo. I'm in, I'm in a coral reef, and I got some beef with the squid over there, and I don't really care, so I swim on over, and I say, yo, man, you suck ass, and he's like, that's not nice, so I'm like, bruh, we should get dinner sometime. <laughs> so... Versus over here we go. Okay. <laughs> we just we switch it. I guess. I guess. Why not? <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Well, my name's Will. I'm a blue whale, also from the ocean. Shifting waters like a potion. Look out! I'll make moves, motions to get over to Andrew and his octopus friends. Hopefully, I'll make money and buy a Benz and drive over to Andrew's ocean ends, and then we can begin to create a friendship relationship that never has an end. Hey, well, I forgot your octopus name. I think it was Octavius. That's kind of amazing. Broke. <laughs> Spontaneously, we should get dinner and you can pay for me. And then we can just like chill in the ocean with the plankton and our walrus friends. Again, our rhymes with Ben's begin the ends. Okay, still my turn, that's fine. My name's Will, I'm a blue whale, it's till the end of time. I'll be going, I never run out of rhymes. Unless I have to go to herbs, and I'll say thyme and basil. Rosemary, that's my favorite. Making bread, because I'm a baker. Favorite. Yeah. Um, and then I'll be back in the groove, because I'm grooving, because I'm rapping. Cause it's Christmas time, Spotify kind of clapping hard cause it never goes far, stay chill, on par. <laughs> Honestly, I'm kind of just not really sure the plot of my hypocrisy, philosophy, spontaneously Octavius, the eight-legged rhinosaurus. <laughs> Rhinosaurus. <laughs> am, am I still going? I guess I have to go now. But you have to still be in the ocean, I think. In the ocean? Okay. Yeah, we're all characters in the ocean. You know how right. this works, right? Yes, sure. Do I be boxed or you get used to it? All right. All right. I'm a clownfish. I do everything that a clown does. And it's not funny. 
but I make a lot of money cause I'm a rapper. I'm a rapper, I am not an actor. I act weird, I rap faster than anyone else in yeah. the ocean. Can you feel the motion? Ah, I took a piss in the bushes. When a woman is pregnant, she pushes. I don't have a whole lot she pushes. I got a whole lot to say, but I can't make it rhyme quite today because I don't practice freestyling a lot. I wish I was better, but I'm not. But this is Wazots for Grizzly. And we wrote a little ditty. And we spit it on the mic, and we think it's pretty tight, but, and it is, right? And we all live in the ocean. Right. So we don't have to use lotion. Because we, we never get ashy. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that was really, really good. That cool. was the best rap Holy crap. I've ever said. Yeah. So, Andrew, life. our plan was to make you rap the entire time and right. just continue doing the hand I was hoping like, to not have to do anything. Yeah. And we're so glad that we pushed you to go that far because that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I totally <laughs> lied to you about how a cipher works. Uh, there yeah, there are no hand motions. So Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> it was awesome. I remembered you saying earlier that it was about 16 bars. So you knew something was so up. I, I knew like, something was up minute, when right? you said keep going. I was like, ah. No, dude, you killed it. That was awesome. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was wild. <laughs> there were some decent rhymes in there. I don't think they were on time, but they, they were delivered yeah. Yeah. some which away. So much away. Yeah. Well, we should just keep practicing our rapping on microphones for people. Yeah. So, and whenever we get better, everyone hears it. Yeah, we should. Just get together and drop a Cypher podcast. That's yeah. that's totally correct. We should do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I don't even believe that I'm a rapper anymore after that. <laughs> I don't even believe it. So if you were impressed I'm with like, James's rapping think... just then... <laughs> Then go on to Spotify and look up James Upshaw, and you will find his four songs that are five songs. Is it four or five? I think there's five on there right now. Five. Yes, it's five. Because Ghost five just there. dropped. Yes. yes, Ghost just Ghost. dropped. Yep. Ghost so he's which got... I did not advertise at all, because no, you didn't. it's a secret. It goes it's super a, hard, though. It's a secret for only I drive it. I drive to I appreciate that song. it. I like it. Yeah. The look in your eyes makes... <laughs> yeah so so goes. definitely go check that out i am def i'm obviously a fan of james because you're in started, a band with james <laughs> yeah i started, yeah. started a band with james. he hired me oh, that was so you? good <laughs> actually the you know you remember how we got started right basically something about we wanted to do a collective yes musical collective and grizzly was going to be a part of that but then i said something like kind of tired of doing this rock thing i really want to do like a pop thing with a rapper do you want to do oh yeah a pop rap thing with me and, and i was like yes like, yes and then what <laughs> and then, then we wrote some songs <laughs> that were almost as good they weren't quite as good as the cypher we just did but yeah. they were getting like they still took like, place in the ocean though right they do. Okay, good. Whew. No, Wait all of the songs mind. take place in the ocean. <laughs> bet, even bet, bet. even if it's not explicitly stated, I think that's oh, just... it's just assumed. It should be assumed. Right. But There's, some people... Will miss it on the ocean. Some people are setting. just too daft. They won't get it. That, those sound like some daft punks right there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, you daft, man. <laughs> I really cannot wait to listen to that. 
Cypher again. I, I will never take, listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> we all got in the groove a few times, so we should take you should you should do all this work. Go find all the times you're in the groove, put it all together, it'd be fire. Yeah, I had a really good one good line. Yeah, you did. I took a piss in the bushes, and when a woman is pregnant, she pushes. That was amazing. That was the clearest. James James's mind thought ahead to the rhyme, which is pushes, and he was like, "What pushes? When a woman is pregnant, she pushes." And that's what I knew. I was like, I gotta check out this dude on Spotify. If his mind, if his mind is working at that level, like my mind's got to be learning from a mind like that. You're right. You have much to learn from me. Oh my goodness. All of you have so much to learn from me. Yes, we do. That was really, really something. That guys. was awesome. I'm that glad was we great. did that. Yeah. We should always end our yearly seasons with a, a freestyle. Yes. So like, maybe we'll have you back in like five years. That sounds great, man. <laughs> If I am not uh, living in a gutter, then I will be Why happy Why would you to come. be living in a gutter? <laughs> <laughs> because the way that things are going so far. I just... you're, gonna, you're headed straight towards an actual gutter? Well, I don't think I am. I just uh, think, you know, maybe the whole world is just headed oh, towards a gutter. We might all gutter. be in a gutter. In a gutter, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. if we're all there, we could probably still have bikes, so it'd be okay. And the acoustics, That's, the acoustics would be pretty good in a gutter. That is a good point. Bright yeah. side. Yeah. The acoustics and the storm drains are pretty good. All right, five years from now... And I trust both of you generally. Like I know where you've been, so I feel like I could share a needle with either of you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and probably be okay. You That's know? so true. So at least I'll be with people that I know. Oh, just yeah. in a gutter, sharing a heroin needle. Oh, not heroin. Oh, just we'll be just trying to get the vaccine to work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it just like keeps. Why is it not working? <laughs> <laughs> we get COVID like every week. <laughs> Just the three of us passed it to each other. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do you have any uh, vaccines? Is it your turn with the vaccine? I'll do anything for a vaccine, bro. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was not political, by the way, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, our health is not political. Yeah, yeah. Health is a human right. It's not political. Right. And it's my right. <laughs> it's my right to not have to wear a shirt on my face. <laughs> Anyways, I think, yeah. Well, did I tell you I got kicked out of Chipotle the other day? Finally. It's about time. Yeah. What did they do? Uh, I walked patriot, up. I see. <laughs> I walked up. And the guy was there. He was like, yo, man, what do you want? And I was like, yo, I want a chicken bowl. And then the dude behind him turned around, so I wasn't wearing a mask. and was There was no one else in the restaurant. It was oh, literally really? me and these two guys. The guy behind him turned around, so I wasn't wearing a mask. And was like, no mask, no service. I was like, there's no one else here. He's like, no mask, no service. It's like... That's so, cool. They, they taught him to say that. Just <laughs> Yeah. He, he wouldn't say anything else. He's just like, no mask, no service. He's just like a like, parrot. Just like, no mask, no service. <laughs> I really hope he's not listening. He's definitely not. Yeah. I was just like, I looked him in the eyes. I was like, it's very interesting that you feel that way. And then I Is that actually what Josh is going to hate us. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, he is. Dude. He's going to hate me for bringing it up. I just wanted to do the accent. And then yeah, that was amazing. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> is that the is that the first time you been kicked out for not wearing a mask? Yeah, yeah, dang. Mm-hmm. In a long time, that's a pretty good record. Hey, real heroes make real sacrifices, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
looks like you've been in Alabama <laughs> for too long. <laughs> Dude, that's the truth. Yeah. Wait, isn't there... Is there another segment? Uh, yeah. yeah. But we're not, like, rushing. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, we're not rushing. We've been on... <laughs> they all get kicked out after two elections again. <laughs> <laughs> We've been on air for a little over an hour, so we still got plenty of time. Yeah, we straight dogs. I mean, it's the finale. We can go forever. <laughs> yeah, right. People listen. This is the finale. We can, probably, we can freestyle again. Let's go for three more hours. Yeah, let's just do it. I would, even I would get bored. I would make it. That. Yeah, I would not make it. I would have to go inside. We can pause it and go, you know, for a sheets run and then come back. We're not We're do not doing that. Three more no. hours. <laughs> James, this joke is too far. We're not doing this. So our next segment <laughs> is called, Is It Art? Is it? Is it? We don't know. Will we'll it be? Out. Would it short? So, Will, in this segment, I am going to ask James if something is art. But before I do that, I need you to tell him all of our definitions. Definition, yeah. definition De- time. All right, so James, the definition of art in this podcast is very profound and extrapolated. And there are three different parts of this definition. The first part is it has to be created by a hue person. Okay. So, obviously, we're being very non-binary, and with the, the, our word hue person that we people. coined. People. Oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. We, we changed to people. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't want to. We don't want to keep hitting this freaking mic. Okay. Well, that's anyways. your fault. I know. I know. Anyways. Yeah. So the, it has to be created by a people. Right. To, that's an easy one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And two, it has to, its primary goal has to be to elicit an emotional, an emotional or intellectual response. So that's its primary goal. Oh, that's that, very that, broad, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what you're talking about. It's a very specific <laughs> definition that applies to only a few things. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Part three say? is can it be interpreted by the consumer with. Like, can it be interpreted differently by the consumer than it was in create like the purpose is created oh, okay. with by the creator? So like the creator creates it with one intent and consumer. And you mean legitimately? Interpreted. Legitimately, yeah. Can yeah. it be legitimately interpreted yeah, differently? Right, not like a government. Because like I could interpret a guitar differently than the owner intended it, and then I could just like play it really bad. <clears throat> that would be hilarious. I would listen to that. But yeah, anyways, <laughs> that, that's not the point. <laughs> No, I'm just thinking, yeah, okay. I mean, so what's actually, the... that's exactly the point. I don't know what I'm saying. That's <laughs> so exactly what's the, the object of our uh, debate now? Andrew, now that I've done definition time, yes. do you want to tell James the final, not was that, is it art of the entire year of the Christmas season The final is it art. James Upshaw is eggnog art. Mm-hmm. Well, I should probably start off right now by just saying I have never had eggnog. Even better. Yep. Because I'm a good Christian man. Wow. Oh, oh, who has not consumed alcohol? Oh, what are you saying? Right. Never had. Uh, Never had some alcohol. <laughs> James just picked up an alcohol. Right. <laughs> right. So, obviously never had it. But, um, was it made by Hugh people? Yes, it was. Go into that. How do you know Hugh that? People. Neither well, me or Andrew know I mean, that. I thought I'm pretty came sure... from thicker cows. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if that's true, then I take it back, and we can just end. The- How many C's are in that? <laughs> we can just right end there? the conversation it's like now. Six C's. 
<laughs> These cows are so thick, bro. Oh my goodness. You drive past one of the side of the road and like you still see the same cow for like 10 miles. There crazy. are so many jokes that yeah, sorry. shouldn't be made here. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Not by you. Just that, no, no, no. I, 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 uh, Second, I um, it, it, let's just decide that it's made by you people. Go into the person of... who made eggnog. Like, who was this guy or girl? I, I don't know. Somebody named like something related to Nog. <laughs> like, so we like could... Mr. Nog? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Nog! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. <Whoa>. Edward J. Nog. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was Dr. Edward J. I don't want to disrespect him or anything. Dr. Edward J. Nog. <laughs> you definitely need a doctor to be able to create, create eggnog, eggnog. That's for sure. Right. Okay, so now we know who did it. It was a guy. Of course it was a guy. So, <laughs> hey, I'm just kidding. How come it wasn't a woman? I'm okay. kidding. I have no, no idea. No, I bet a guy is in a, a huge person. <laughs> anyway. This is the kind of trouble you get into when you don't say Hugh people. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why we always it's say Hugh people. Hugh say people. It, it was made by, made by a, a, a Hugh person. person. We don't know what sex or gender that right. Hugh person was. We don't even know what sex or gender is. They, they might not have known. <laughs> They might not have known what sex or gender they were. And that's, that's okay. okay. It's all right because. Okay. Um, and sorry, the second Josh, sorry, one. Sorry, Josh. Sorry, Josh. That's not political. They, it's just true. The hmm. second one. Uh, what's the second one again? Is elicits okay, so, an emotional or intellectual response? Yeah, is that correct? Goal. Is yeah. its primary goal? Yeah. Wow. What? I think it is meant to elicit really? a sensual response. Mm. Is that the same as an emotional response, though? I don't know. Um, I I like okay. I'm gonna have to compare it to something I I've had because I haven't had eggnog, like I said. So I'll just compare it to something close, like sort of close, like another holiday drink is hot chocolate, right? Right. Yes. I've had hot chocolate. Does it elicit an emotional response? Yes, indirectly. It elicits mm. a sensual response through my taste buds, mm. and then my taste buds are like, "This is good." And then because of that, I feel emotionally happy most of the time that I drink it. But not every time that I drink it. Hmm. Sometimes it's just sort of like mitigates the crippling depression that I'm feeling. Wow. That was deep. <laughs> that was so deep. So I don't know if it's primary goal, but we have to make a decision. But it definitely we mitigates the crippling depression. We know that. Right. I would say its primary goal is to elicit an emotional response. Okay. Does it does it always succeed? No. Mm. Yes. But its primary goal is to elicit the happiness that I feel when I am in a, a a good mood sitting by the fire watching Elf and drinking hot chocolate. Mm. Yes. That's and that's eggnog's it, primary goal. So eggnog <laughs> yes. would be the same thing, right? That yes. I was just comparing something I've actually had. But eggnog, yeah, yeah, like it's a holiday drink in a holiday setting. It's supposed to make you happier. So Dr. Edward J. Nog's primary goal was... <laughs> to he was, was, he was trying to help people be happier. Be around the holidays. Right, okay. and so the third one is, could it be interpreted differently? Legitimately differently. Legitimately actually, that's differently. Part of that that's part that I added yeah, for, my own, I like for my own clarity. But... um. <clears throat> Yes, mm. <laughs> probably so, because uh, you could do eggnog multiple ways. I mean, you and Josh were just drinking eggnog, right. just like just the base right. eggnog base. Like there was nothing without, added without to it. Without the sin added to it, yeah. Right, without the sin, without the rum. 
Um, so like you you interpreted you interpreted it differently. That's facts. Than yeah. most people interpreted. Well, and it was a okay. legitimate interpretation. Right. I think. Sorry, Doctor mm. Nog. <laughs> I didn't think about that. So so it's totally it's totally fine though. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wait, Andrew, what does this mean? It means what that. What does this mean? I think it means that eggnog. Shh, wait, wait, wait. But what does it mean? What does it truly I don't know. Mean? I guess I'll let you guys. Is yeah, it yeah, art? Thank you. Is it art? I'm not going to say anything. Wait, is that else. how we do it? I forget, <laughs> is, I forget how we actually say it. Is eggnog <clears throat> art? Yes, yes. Of course it's art. Why would you even ask? James, that? you moron. Why would you so ask us? I was about to just blurt it out. And then <laughs> Will was shooting me looks. So yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, was like, there's no, supposed no, to be this, a drum is roll. Is that how we do that? I didn't know. Yes. yes. I, then I forgot how we did it, but yeah, I, eggnog is art. It is art. It is art. And if you think otherwise, you're wrong. You're wrong. Because art is objective. Art is and objective, <laughs> and we just define it. <laughs> we are the <laughs> final authority on what yeah, is art. The all-knowing sources of correctness. Yes, that is what we are. Wow, that was really good, James. You yeah. Did, you did good. I appreciate it. Yeah, that was good. I mean, it wasn't hard. Eggnog is it's just obviously, it's art. It's just clearly yeah. artistic. It's clearly it's in nature. I already knew it from the beginning. But yeah. yeah, no, I, I when Andrew said that, I was just I just wanted warm to demonstrate inside. for It was just everyone. getting through the technicalities. <clears throat> yeah. Right, I wanted everyone to see why, so that they would be confident in the conclusion yeah. we came to. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so... We have covered a lot of territory tonight, guys. We really have. Um, does anyone have anything else they'd like to say before we move on to... Should we do a song that we're digging, or... Uh, I don't think we need to. I mean, okay. maybe we can have James do one, because we just did ours. Yeah, we just did ours. So, James, we want you to tell our Deer and Elk listeners one song that you've been really into or has impacted you, affected Recently. you, and why. Okay, I'm going to cheat and look at my Spotify to remind myself what I've been listening to. You're such a cheater. I am such a cheater. Me and Andrew never even look at our Spotify. We just sing in our cars. Yes. <laughs> ah, yes. Okay, I have to say... Um, I, I'm choosing one song specifically, but uh, Laney's new album, L-A-N-Y, uh, Cowboy in L.A. Great album. Love it. But um, there's, there's a song on there that's called If This Is The Last Time. And it's basically about, like, um, his parents are getting older and, like, he's just thinking about all the, the good memories he has hanging out with his mom and his dad. And he's like, one one day when I, like, leave from, like, a visit with my parents to go back and, like, live wherever I live, like, it might be the last time that I see them because they're getting older and it just makes me cry every time I listen to it. Dang. So, I really like sad songs, so not nearly as... um. You know, exciting is Caroline, <laughs> but, but that's that's a song that I've really been digging lately. Yeah, wow, so. that's really cool. That is cool. Cowboy in LA, that's a great album name. Yeah, yeah. that is really. It's good. a great. The whole album is is really good in my opinion, but that that song in particular. Okay. I really dig. I have to make sure and listen to it. Will, what is Oh Shoot? <coughs> oh, the uh, the posters pulled up and they looked up. The the poster boys. Yeah, the poster boys vibes. On my phone. Mm. It finally pulled up. So, think. Ah, I played it. So okay. Yeah. Well, cool deal, guys. Are there any more like? Do you guys have any questions for? Does anyone have any questions about like, intimately what's going on in each other's souls? <laughs> what is a soul, Will? What does intimate mean? 
Hey, James. I asked you a question first. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what a soul is in four words. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually an acronym. That's why it's so easy to remember. Uh, an acronym for soul. For soul so this is going to be terrible. <laughs> it's, it's, it's separated ligament. Wait, no, the L's last. <laughs> separated octopuses. Wow. Um, yeah, actually, I'm not sure that's the acronym. I was going to say, it's, it, it is the bottom of one's foot. <laughs> oh! oh yeah. shoot. That was so obvious. Dude, yeah. The philosophers are idiots. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> Plato was like, Aristotle, you moron. You just spelled soul wrong. It's S-O-L-E. And Aristotle's like, and like, you're writing in English? <laughs> oh, that answers the question. <laughs> Anyways, now that we figured that out. Yeah, that was so easy. I mean, yeah. we've li literally, people have been wondering for hundreds and thousands of years. We should tell people. <laughs> yeah. We are. Oh, yeah, with this podcast. This yeah. podcast, everyone listens to this. Uh, everyone, all the deer. So now all of y'all know. <laughs> Take it to heart. So, That's James, all. what are we going to talk about next season in Grizzly? Yeah. I mean, y'all are going to really have to step up your game if you want to pull out ahead of Rogan. I mean, that's a reach, bro. I don't know. I think we're doing pretty good with our <laughs> competition with Rogan right now. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like every podcast I've ever listened to, you can't get away from Joe Rogan. Yeah. Really? Like, I, I try to listen to a bunch of different podcasts, and every single podcast, it's like they just bring it up at hmm. some point. They're just like, when I was on Joe Rogan, it's like, what is this? Dang. Like, does, does it have to be every? Anyways, so I think next you just, season you just corrupted <clears throat> us now. Right, exactly. I'm when just... I was on Joe Rogan, well, next season, <laughs> next season, well, that'll be the first episode name. <laughs> it will be when, when I was, was on Joe Rogan, <laughs> you just have to come prepared with a totally like the, the whole story. Yeah, like happened. the entire thing. Sweet. Just have to get on Joe Rogan. And actually going on the show is not required. You just have Obviously. to be no, able no, no, to make no, no, up no, a story. That was the last thing on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Okay. So what are we going to talk about next season? You should talk about sports. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard... Uh, you had so many <laughs> options and you picked sports? I chose the one that I'm least familiar with. I'm trying to. I will do a podcast about sports. There's this. There, there are these great local teams that play, and you should definitely check them out. Follow them. Um, the Sabers are one. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of great people play for the Sabers. A lot of people that yeah. um, I'm really just great friends with. James, I just, I just want to echo your sentiments with how great just these local teams are and how much we should support them, especially teams like the Sabres. So I think yes. our podcast will be will be shifting its focus towards right. local homeschool high school basketball. And Will, Will used to be on the Sabres, I believe. Oh, I didn't want to bring this up, but yes, yes, <laughs> yes, I, I was. Who was their star player, I, I think. I was actually the only player on the Sabres. <laughs> I don't remember any other players' names, but I think we had a coach. But they were definitely men of the highest moral integrity. Oh, Correct. wow, you can't say that, you jerk. Oh, holy crap. I mean, he's right, but it's my fault. <laughs> How Will is a man of the highest moral integrity. There's also a team called the Warriors. Dang. <laughs> they're really fantastic, too. And there's, uh, there's a volleyball team as well. There's a lot of homeschoolers yeah. that play sports, Across. and you should support them. So, so, 
<laughs> so so that's if you want us to talk about local <laughs> triangle area <laughs> sports teams, uh, we've got a so donation cool. page <laughs> in the link in yeah, our bio. Give our no, page, I just think y'all should start going to these games and just just break them down, just play just by like, play. Yeah, just yeah, turn yeah. into like ESPN for, for local like, homeschool <laughs> games. Homeschool. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the, awesome. the Don Levitat show. And uh, how do you yeah, say number that? eight, yeah, number Dings, eight dribbles whatever. the ball down the court and dunks on number 19. <laughs> I would love to have <laughs> you commentate <laughs> Daniel's game. Oh my goodness, that'd be amazing. Yes. Dribbles down the court. And, and you have to bring them on here for interviews, the players, and ask them ridiculous questions. Just like, so how did you feel when that ball left your hand and you realized that you were still incredibly ugly? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, which one of you smokes the most pot? <laughs> so, but, but, like, which one of you got everyone else in a smoking pot? Coach, coach, come here. Which, which one of the just, we'll just go on. Yeah, that'd yeah, be great. Be great. That 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 would be entertaining, and people would definitely listen to that. <laughs> That's right. The edgier you are, the more listeners you'll get. And you get more edgy by covering more homeschool sports teams. Yes, yes. they're the edgiest people. You wouldn't so think edges. so, because no. on the surface, no, they, they seem like the nicest, most Christian people. But deep inside, they're really the hardest people you'll ever meet. That's right. I mean, it'll change you permanently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, we should... So you should talk about sports. You should yeah. talk about... Um, you should really talk about black holes. Interesting. Hmm. I think... Can't we just talk about all holes? I don't really like that emphasis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, yeah, people would love to listen to that as well, I'm sure. <laughs> would it be edifying, Will? Would it be edifying? Edification is definitely my forte, per Obviously. Se, all day. I um, think we've run out of useful things to say. <laughs> all right. Okay, on that note. On that note, thank you for hanging in. <laughs> all year. All year long. Yes. With our stability and instability. We're going we're gonna to thank our patrons name by name now. Yeah. <laughs> so, Will, would you do the honors of thanking our this year's Grizzly patrons? <laughs> All right, yeah. So, here we go. At Jeremy Walton gave zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Walton, we expected a little bit more from you, but, yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. But Ben Gruby, wow. Also, yeah, zero dollars. <laughs> zero dollars, wow. Let's, let's go down to yeah, Josh guys. McLeod who keeps critiquing us. And zero dollars. Zero dollars. Holy crap. All right, well, next year. Hey, be sure to join the Patreon for our exclusive episode talking about holes. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon only. So Jeremy, Ben, and Josh, you guys better yeah. start giving. You guys, no, you, guys, you guys are doing better than the rest of them, which... Way below zero. They're actually yeah. making us pay yeah. to listen to them. <laughs> we are okay. paying people to listen to them. <laughs> yeah. Guys, it's been an adventure. And with that, 